Mano sui force, Omaro and Evie. We're doing the Tahi the second Tuesday, May 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, we are also 11 days, 16 hours, 6 minutes, and 40 seconds away from Mother's Day. Yay! Yeah, don't forget about that. We're yeah. reminding you so that you don't look like an asshole on Mother's Day. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. remind you each and every day that Mother's Day is coming so that you don't forget because mm. you cannot miss Mother's Day. Father's Day, you can take a skip on, man. You do think, whatever you want, Father's Day. I think Day. dads forget about Father's Day, but you cannot forget about Mother's Day. You need to, you really need to do something for Mother's Day. Get that right. Yeah. Um, coming up on the show today, we have everything from uh, New Zealand Music Month, obviously, a big month of celebration, some new music. We're talking concerts. We're talking Pacific Music Awards. We're talking Jack Harlow's latest album. Um, but also, I just wanted to make mention today is my three-month anniversary of being at, uh, being in this company. Yay. Feels good. Feels good. It I have feels longer now. in it a weird does. way. I was actually thinking on my drive to work today. I was like, "Damn, it feels longer than three months." It's yeah, yeah. I, it kind of has. It's um, what was it? I want to say it was January thirty first or Feb first. I remember the last. No, the first day you came in was the last day of January. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a Tuesday because Monday was public holiday. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, yeah. I did that right, right? Like, I, my first day was a public holiday, so I got paid for the public holiday. You gotta yeah, love smash it. it. And then, like, literal first working day was payday. I didn't get paid that day. That's that awesome. was fine. It's well, fine, you know. I don't take it personal. It's just no, but I'm, I'm stoked you've been here three months. It's great <laughs> to have you. I've really enjoyed it. I love sharing music with you. You give me heaps of advice. Your oh. outfits are better than mine, but it's fine. That's <laughs> 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 what it is. No, I'm stoked. No, uh, also, this month being the month of May means there are no public holidays. There is that, you know, on, on as well as all the positives that we have during the month of May. There is not a day off. So yeah. enjoy your weekends. Uh, we'll be back with a public holiday in June. June or July. Matariki's coming up. And what's the other one? Is it Monarch's Day? What are we calling it now? Oh, Monarch's, Monarch's birthday Monarch's because birthday. it's not. It's the king now. Yeah. Oh, should I say it? And, yeah, but you know. That's another day coming up. Another Do what you day want with coming that day. Up. So, hey, make sure uh, you stick around. We're getting into it right now with New Zealand Music Month. Uh, like we mentioned before, the month of May brings a lot of celebrations. Comedy Fest Month, uh, no public holidays, uh, Mother's Day, uh, and more importantly, something that I do love and appreciate is New Zealand Music Month. Um, it is an awesome opportunity for us here in Aotearoa to really celebrate and show some love to the incredible talent that we have in this nation. Um, I genuinely believe that New Zealand music is some of the best music in the world. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. The deeper you go into New Zealand music, the more you realise that it's like either on par or better than the like big international hits that we everyone kind of gets, you know? I uh, Genuinely, I stand by this. Sam V's Dream State that came mm. out a couple of years ago. I think that if Sam was in America... And was signed to a major label. That would have been one of the biggest hits, like at the t- like. It's just it's such a good record. Yeah. And Sam did such a great job. Eddie on production. I'm pretty sure that was a phenomenal record. If that was to have gotten the love outside of New Zealand that it deserved, it would have been an international hit. I guarantee you, it was just that good. And it was like that song that made me really realize, like, man, we have something special here. Mm. And that's why this month is so important and, and, and so special and really deserves the celebration that it gets. Um, for the entire month of May, of course, we here at Tahi are going to be celebrating New Zealand Music Month. Um, but there's some other celebrations going on, right? Yeah, the theme of this year's Te Marama Poro Aotearoa is uh, 
community and collaboration. Mm. So the theme this year is all about getting out there, going to the gigs. There's writers' workshops. There's, like, guitar workshops. And they're all taught by, like, pioneer New Zealand musicians. There's also just a million awesome gigs. Like, if you go on the um, NZ Music Month website, they've got an amazing little calendar of everything that's going on. There's a lot. There's so much. There's a lot. Every day, there's at least three events. Yeah. And this is not just, like, an Auckland thing, by the way. This is, like, throughout the country. Like, on the Friday and Saturdays, there's at least, I think I've seen, like, 18 to 20 gigs that are going on just for New Zealand Music Month. It's cool. I love this. I love that, especially the fact now that we're sort of, like, Coming out the other side of COVID and we can actually go to live music events, I've missed it. I missed it so... um, I love mm -hmm. going on a little night out and seeing an opener I haven't heard of and then being like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. And then like looking up their album and then listening to it on the way home. Like I miss doing that. I'm really excited about New Zealand music now. Yeah, I think like for me, it was always something where I found new artists was like going to small concerts... Um, of artists I knew and being there for the opening acts mm. and that's how I always find new artists like that's how I find new music is like going to live jams and, and I'm really excited because there's some cool stuff coming up in this month and and like Evie mentioned if you go to the website nzmusicmonth.co.nz there is a massive calendar as well as stories and a whole bunch of other stuff there um, us here at Tahi like I mentioned earlier we are going to be celebrating New Zealand Music Month with a bunch going on we'll explain some more of that later um, but yeah. yeah, I'm excited about it. It kind of creeps up. Every New Zealand Music Month kind of creeps up on us. Like, it's just all of a sudden it's here, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm underprepared. But Every year I'm underprepared. <laughs> Every year I overcommit. Mm. <laughs> so I'll do the same thing this year. But I'll come back with a bunch of new artists to get pumped about, which is what it's all about. Uh, I implore everyone this month to just spend some time deep diving into any genre of New Zealand music, and I promise you you'll find someone you absolutely love. Amen. A pinky swear. A pinky, pinky swear. swear. There's a lot to look forward to in the month of May. What What's something that you're looking forward to in particular? I'm actually most excited for Waiata Anthems. Yes. I love Waiata Anthems. I get real pumped about it every year, actually. But uh, this year, it's different. They're not just doing the album drop. They're, this month, in Music Month, we've got a bunch of live performances and documentaries about oh, wow. different artists and the making of Waiata Anthems. And then in September is when they drop the big album, uh, which I'm pumped, I'm pumped about both. I'm really excited. There's some really cool stuff coming. Oh, my God. Is it going to be on Tahi? Oh, my God. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> really pumped. What about you? What are you most pumped for? Um, I always, like, as a big champion for, like, PIs making music, um, or just brown folk in general making music, like Pacific Music Awards um, is always something I look forward to. They've mm. announced just recently that the Pacific Music Awards will be happening on the 9th of August, mm. um, which is nice to have it back sort of like where it's usually at. Um, COVID sort of like threw the dates around a bit and some of the structures of it. Um, but it's really cool to see the PMAs back in, in full swing um, all over again because it's like one of my favorite nights of the year. I love the PMAs. Yeah, the Pacific Music Awards. By the way, um, actually, for nominations, entries close this Friday, the 5th, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so this is your last chance to get in entries. Um, how things work in New Zealand is you have to nominate yourself or somebody else. That's how it works. There's not a board that nominate artists for you. If you're a young Basvika artist and you have music, I know that it's sometimes difficult to champion yourself as a PI as, as we're always sort of very trained to be these humble um, selfless people that don't really talk or celebrate themselves, but there is nothing wrong in submitting yourself for a PMA. 
Um, it's what you deserve as an mm. artist. Like, if you have music, submit it. Like, just give it a shot. There's no harm. It doesn't cost you anything. If you get to the website, pacificmusicawards.org.nz, there's actually a tab there called Entries 2023, uh, and you can go there and it'll give you all the details. You can download the terms and conditions, go through the entry stuff, the uh, entered categories and so forth. Um, and I think they usually have... Yeah, the announcements of the nominations, like, probably a month after that or something like that. Yeah, it usually takes, like, five, six weeks. Yeah. But honestly, just nominate yourself uh, and go on the night. It's so fun. You were there last year? No, no. I I, I missed last year. I went. I presented the year before last. Um, that was when they were, like, at the end of the year. And I, who won that award that I did? Tanel. Oh. It was uh, the best international artist, I want to say. And it was Tanel, and she's, man, she's so good. I, I, I love. I love the international lineup because I think it's a really cool opportunity for artists overseas. But I just, I love all the homegrown Basfika that gets celebrated, like um, Tomorrow People, mm. Kings. Uh, Swit it, please drop something. I know we had RSVP last year, but I'd be happy for some more new music. Like, I feel like that's 100% something you'd get nominated for. Um, but there's been a lot of really good releases last year within the intrigue period. Like, oh, yeah. It's been yeah. a crazy year of releases. It's going to be a real good PMAs. Last year, I was there last year. Um, we oh, could yeah. we could have met. I was there. And um, I asked Carmel Cipollone if she was... Um, Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah. And she was like, I haven't seen Twilight. And I was like, oh... You asked. Oh. You asked an elder Tongan woman if she had seen Twilight. We were asking like because it was I think it was the end of the night and we had all the footage that we needed, but people were still coming up to us on the red carpet, so we were just finding questions to ask people. She loved it though. She was all over it. She was all over it. Yeah. <laughs> the now deputy prime minister. She said she loved my hair. Her. So uh, that's always yeah blue Thanks, hair at the time, out. right? Yeah, blue hair. Yeah. Um, but hey, yeah, don't forget about that. Entries close this Friday. Um, if you're a PI artist, you've released music within the twenty. Uh, 20- 22 to 2023 period i believe it is um last year if you released any music submit it for an entry just get it in see how it goes i implore you to nominate yourself uh, again categories close on uh friday friday so check it out pacificmusicawards.org.nz Woo. speaking of non-new zealand artists or artists that will not be nominated at the pacific music awards this year so you got a review for us jack harlow definitely not a pacific islander very much the opposite man i like that you've been hanging on to this a long time for people who don't know speaking of your three month anna v Mm. uh, in your job interview here you even mentioned your feelings around Jack Harlow, <laughs> and we've been told that we're not allowed to repeat them yeah. on the show today. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say, hold on, yep, still can't say it. Actually, <laughs> it was brought up, and you know what's better is, like, even in our editorial meeting, we were discussing sort of, like, the stuff that we could talk about on the show and what we couldn't. Um, it, we brought up that example, and editorial were like, no. Yeah, no <laughs> you no. can't talk, like, about Jack Harlow like that. Look, I genuinely, like, to get it out of the way, I don't think Jack Harlow is a bad musician but he has been making bad music mm. that last album like like i think like if you go back and look at jack harlow's catalog he's not bad like he's got he's he, he's very much a pretty decent lyricist 
Um, what's poppin' was like a big record. His verse on Little Nas's X is a was it Industry Baby? Yeah, that's the was, only one I know. <laughs> yeah, that one was great. Um, his song Churchill Downs with Drake on the album was phenomenal. Like that, that was that was like some of the best Jack Harlow you're gonna get. But I felt like the rest of the album was just really weak. Um, it, it was just like it was kind of like him going into sort of like poppy stuff, and I was like, man, this guy's better than that. I feel like he can do better. Uh, and Jack Harlow on Friday released uh, another album called Jackman. Jackman. It's a Jackman. ten uh, record long project. Some of the songs are only like a minute forty five. Oh, minutes. really? Yeah, it's very short. It's like thirty minutes tops or something like that. Um, it's one of the shorter ones I've ever seen. Uh, but it is. Um, I mean, it's better. It's an album. <laughs> it's it exists. It exists. He released it. It's uh, it's it's very much like Jack Harlow. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers when Drake dropped. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. It was mm. kind of like Drake was like, oh hey, by the way, I know I make these pop songs, but remember, I can rap, and it like kind of changed Drake's career trajectory. Like it, it was like this massive thing. Like everyone was just like, wow, Drake can really rap. Mm. Like, and this kind of felt like what Jack was trying to do was like release this album where people were like, oh wow, like Jack can really rap, and he does rap on it. <laughs> he is rapping, but it's just boring now one of the big controversial pieces to come out of it uh, was one of the lines and uh i can't remember the name which song it was they all kind of sound the same um he said um i'm the best white rapper since uh, i'm the best white rapper since that rapper who had vama on his sweater meaning eminem Eminem. um and a lot of people rightly so it's a controversial statement. That's a sweeping claim. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like quite a big, it's a big statement to say mm. you're the best white rapper since Eminem. I think like even to say that you're the best rapper since Eminem is kind of crazy, because um, like I, I think you'll find like if you go through a lot of people's top ten lists and things like that, you'll find Eminem usually ranks up there. Um, he is a, he, I, I personally don't really listen to Eminem these days, but Eminem is a great lyricist. He does yeah. a great job. Jack Harlow, on the other hand. I don't know if I'd say... We've also had some pretty decent white rappers since then. A lot of people bringing up Mac Miller in particular. Mac Miller. Um, R.I.P. to the GOAT. Mac Miller was an incredibly well-received and acclaimed artist who made some phenomenal music, has an incredible catalogue. And I think he never really did that cheesy thing of being like, I'm the best white rapper since Eminem. Because I feel like every white rapper does it at some point. Machine Gun Kelly even did that at one point. And it's like, really, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. The best rapper, white rapper since Eminem. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly, who now makes emo rock. Yeah, Yeah. he's trying to bring back a pop punk thing. I I, I really don't want to get it. It's it's an emotional thing for me. So it's like, it's a weird thing. Like, also, let's not forget the people's champ. Paul Wall. Mm. Uh, people forget about Paul Wall. Paul Wall was on Nelly's Grills. Uh, Paul Wall, um, uh, like one of the greatest white rappers. I think just one of the greatest Southern rappers is Paul Wall. I love Paul Wall. You think people are the, sleeping the, on Paul Wall? The, uh, the you see them falls crawling. You see them uh, screens falling. My the mouth look like a disco ball. Like. <laughs> I got all of those lyrics wrong right there. <laughs> Paul, Paul Wall is like a phenomenal rap. Jack Harlow's album, anyway, getting back to that, like, he's just not the best rapper since... I, I think that's just like, I know that, like, rap is very braggadocious, but I feel like that's not the right statement. And also, the album is just kind of boring. Like, he, there's a couple... There's some some decent verses on there. Beats are kind of boring. 
There's also, by the way, fear warning, like, they are going to listen to it. Content warning, trigger warning. There's some topics on the album that are, like, just kind of come out of nowhere. And although they're not problematic, they kind of just catch you off guard. And, like, there's a song in there called Gang, Gang, Gang that covers some... I'm not going to discuss it on the show, but some content that I was just kind of, like, a bit like, man, I feel like there should have been a warning for this because mm. it kind of just comes out of nowhere. Um, I, I think that, like... If you're a Jack Harlow fan, you're going to be very happy about this. Uh, if you're not, you're going to get another reason to hate him. It's, it's like, come on, man. This was his last chance to Can me, I man. Can I say what you said the other day? Because it cracks me up. So all goes, I mean, if you're going to be a white rapper, just be better at it. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Like, just, like, Macklemore leaned into it and gave us thrift shop. Like, what's Jack Harlow doing, bro? What's popping? Like, just lean into it, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, it's just... Yeah, shout out to Jack Harlow. Shout Jack, out man, Jack give, Harlow. It a, give it a chance, give it a listen, but don't go into it expecting album of the year. He is cute, though. Yeah, 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 kind of is, yeah. Now on sports news, because I am a sports lover, uh, New Zealand boxer Miyamoto is a world champion. Yay! Party, party. Uh, as of this week, she claimed the IBO Super ba- Bantam. I keep saying Bantam, Batman weight. Bantamweight world title after beating Canadian Tania Walters uh, in Auckland. Uh, she's 33 years old, and she has 16 wins now and zero losses, which is, like, I don't know much about boxing. That but is un real it's awesome yeah like it, it's giving to me very awesome uh but rnz sports reporter jaunty dine caught up with her at a burger king uh just after the match where she was happily enjoying a well-earned burger king snack and she had this to say i didn't even know who was winning because i wasn't even listening to the results i started getting emotional because i already felt like i won because i had let everyone know who i am and, you know, I felt like a world champion because I've got people out there that are supporting me. And if I can save one life, you know, that's all it takes is to save one life in this day and age and help a child or that's going through mental health. I feel like a champion. I didn't need that title to be a champion. Miyamoto at Burger King after winning a world championship in boxing. After uh, months of camp and training and weight cutting and fighting, Burger King is where she wanted to head along to. Power uh, to what, her. What is the, what's the uh, golden meal you're going to get after, like, uh, say, months of camp and a fight? Like, what would be the, where, what food are you eating right after that? Honestly, K-Fry. Yeah. Like, honestly, I want, like, as much pepper and gravy as possible. But what she said, right, like, what a moving, inspirational, just wonderful role yeah. model. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm blown away by her. I think that her story of what she's been through and, like, where she's come from to, like, achieve what she's achieved and then go, oh, I was a champion anyway before I even got there because mm. I helped one person. I'm like, oh, my God, you're just, like... Yeah, you were getting emotional. I was. I keep crying. I just think that she is amazing. I think that, oh, just doing it's happening again. I'm going to cry again. She's amazing. We love an incredible role model, especially for young Māori and Pasifika. You know, it's it's really special to have those people that you can look up to, and um, she's one of them. Totally. And her coach says that uh, she's got no ceiling. They're going for gold. They're going for... All the big stuff, they're not going to stop. I think he also said that they're only having, like, a week off. And I was oh. like, oh, jeez, like, we yeah, don't have the BK. Rough. But I suppose that's what it is, and she's probably going to keep winning. 
Here's to her continue to winning, man. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, by the way, we got to talk about this. The email. Did you see the email this morning? Oh, about my God. The, the, the staff room. That is so funny. It was a mate. Salmon Gate. Hashtag Salmon Gate. Salmon Gate. We get an email this morning around 6 a.m. that there is a strong salmon smell uh, in, in the fridge here. All staff email. Everyone's first email of the day. Uh, no judgment in the email, but it was just about uh, put a lid on it. Put a lid on that salmon, please. Uh, it's stinking up the whole fridge. I love that at that time of the morning, too. There's only like four of us here. There's literally... So the, the suspect list is very narrow. Extremely. Um, my favourite was the suggestion on how to deal with the smell, and that was to just cook it. I th- <laughs> like, I was a bit confused by that. I was like, that's your suggestion, is to just cook the salmon? Like, so we don't know whose it is yet. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. In no job I've ever had whatsoever would I leave food in the staff fridge. Oh, it's not safe for that at all. I just don't, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with it. I had a locker once at one of my jobs where I was allowed to put my own food into, and that was kind of handy. Um, but, like, outside of that, like, I'm not leaving stuff in the fridge. I don't feel comfortable with that. Also, like, if you ever, like, just take a moment to appreciate what's in the office fridge, like, not just here, at your job. There is the weirdest combination Most of foods in there. Random source collection I've it, ever seen in my life. I've never seen more expired mayonnaise in my life <laughs> than a staff kitchen fridge. Like it's just like amazing that we still hold on to this and nobody's like, oh, is that expired? And Did like, anyone mean in this running this mayo? Yeah. Anyone, like anyone? Uh, questions too. Like, where does the butter come from? Who's buying that? Is the butter communal or is somebody just bringing it in and it's their own butter? Um, can I use the sources or do I have to ask somebody who it belongs to? Um, and also like my favorite thing is like there's always, at least in my experience, like one meal prep meal in there that's like very clearly somebody on a diet and then there's just something like KFC. Yes. You know, like it's just like KFC or something like that's just sitting in there. It's it's like there's just always like a jamble of like random foods in the star fridge. I love that it's like considered almost illegal to be eating fish at work. Like all all that's happened today, that's... right, is someone's just like bought a piece of salmon in, mm. you know, crime, hashtag crime, and someone's like put a lid on the salmon. Like the whole drama every time. People eating tuna and the Farikai drama every time. Mm. It's like, is it like a social construct? Or like, <laughs> like I don't know, we're just like real anti it. It's like you're being the kid with the egg sandwich in primary school. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. you know it's going to be a real yummy sandwich and you're stoked about it, but like the like social, like the judgment you're going to mm. get for having this yummy little sandwich, is, is it worth the sandwich? Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to like toss it up. Do I just eat when I get home? Do I keep the food in my bag? I don't even sometimes like using the microwave at my job. Like, not just here, like any job. Because just sometimes I'm always looking at it, I'm like, I don't know when the last time this was wiped. I'm like hyper aware of what I have in the microwave. And I'm like, I hope no one's upset about me heating up a lasagna. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's a lot of fresher. I do, I will, I will say at my last job, being a, a Pacific Island company, I do miss walking into the lunchroom and there was like oka or curry or just, mm. there was always good food. And like, it was very open and everyone could eat it. Probably couldn't do that here. If you ate somebody else's food here, you're getting on that all-staff email. You're getting an all-staff email about just having a piece of salmon. Like, imagine if someone illegally ate the piece of salmon. I mean, if I was in this person's shoes, I can't even send an all-staff email. I don't. I got my privileges revoked <laughs> like a really long time ago as well. Like it's been like two and a half good years of me not being able to send an old stuff email. Oh my goodness! All right, we're gonna. I want to find out more about this after the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's good. It's real funny. <laughs> 
Getting back to music, this month being New Zealand Music Month, uh, we've changed things up a little bit with the uh, Tahi stream and our new music uploads. It's very exciting. We're doing only local for the new ads. Since mm-hmm. Usually we do local global. Now we're doing local new and local classics. Yeah. So we're throwing in all the best Kiwi hits and like going through and finding my favourite ones. I've been on a whole journey with Shafu. I love him so much. We've been actually fighting like in the group chat about what classics we're going to upload because yeah. everyone has such a massive catalogue of classics that we want to add back into the playlist. This week we had, uh, what was it? We had... Goodnight Nurse. Yep. Shafu. Broods. Radnor and Smashproof and Jim Wigmore's Brothers. Yes. Some classics right there. Absolute classics. And there's heaps more to come. Yeah. And it's just fun. And yeah. also I think is going to be on it every week. Probably. Yeah. Which is uh, fair. <laughs> Super fair. Um, speaking of the new music, though, in the local ads, our featured artist this week was Juwan for his latest single, Sun the Prove. Love Juwan. He's from the North Shore. Um, he's signed to the Forever Ever label, a new one that has, like, Becca mm. Hatch on there as well as Hoodsy. And um, I'm really excited. Juwan's comeback has been strong like Juwan's made some phenomenal music but this feels so different from his previous stuff it feels really personal cool really really personal also I think and I want to find out this on the song something to prove I think they actually sampled the Samon Tato Oh, really? So, for those who don't know, tato means, like, tato is the Samoan word for tattoo and mm. tato is the sound of the ao and the soul um, the traditional Samoan tattooing tools, the sound that they make, the ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. And I know that sound very well, so I sat through two weeks of it. So when I heard it, it like immediately triggered some fight or flight in me because I was just like, oh my goodness. This, You're like, I know that sound, oh, I know that sound man. <laughs> like, more? More? <laughs> again, like, it's coming back. Like, and like, But I really love that. It's a really cool way to sample that and, and introduce culture into a song. Like, I thought it was really special, That's really so unique. That's so cool. Um, that Juwan's bringing that. Um, uh, who else did we have in new music? We had Daily J. Daily J. Um, with their single Honey. We also had uh, Sylvie with their single Honey. Honey, yeah. <laughs> double Honey, Ooh, double honey, dipped. Honey. All right, we got plenty of that. Um, we had Naughty. Big fan Naughty. of Naughty. Uh, this, pro, uh, this single, Rituals, is off of his upcoming project produced by OG Dusty and Ghost, um, two incredible producers who worked on... Um, Moko Mokai, they're members of that, and they also worked with uh, Brandon Shiraz on his last project. Mm. Um, It's exciting. This is a good new music week, and I'm really excited because New Zealand Music Month, we always get a ton of incredible local music. So much. It's almost overwhelming. Yeah, it can (laughs) be. It's very exciting, but there's like a lot of it, but that's great for you. That's great for you, the listener. As us as music fans, it's it's something we always look forward to. We've actually like already trying to figure out like how many interviews we can like possibly do (laughs) this month because there's so many artists we want to sit down and chat with on the show and trying to narrow that list down. Just as difficult as trying to narrow down a list of classics. Uh, You can check out the new music we've added as well as the classics on the Tahi stream at tahi.fm. Check that out. And if you have any suggestions for classic records you'd like to hear on Tahi's stream, uh, hit us up, throw us a DM, shoot us an email through to Tunes at Tahi. Mm. Um, we'd love to hear it. Like, we all we all got different classics. We all grew up with different New Zealand music, and we'd love to hear what you listen to uh, growing up. And, of course, in local music, we got to talk about local live music. Um, like, one of we were talking earlier in the show, some of our favourite things is live music from our local talent. Mm. Do you have a favourite concert from a New Zealand act? 
I do, and I wish it was more niche than it is. Like, I, and I wish that it wasn't so recent, mm. and I wish it wasn't so expected of me to say this. Um, but good night, nurse. Reuniting for the first time in like ten years at the MCR concert uh, this year was like amazing, and they played their milkshake cover, which like that moment for me was huge. Wait, that was callous. Milk yes, they had bring all the boys their most played cover. song like over a million streams, almost two million streams, was massive at the time. Because for some reason, us emos were really into emo covers of popular songs. Oh, there were these okay. huge records on it where everyone would do it. It was massive compilations. I don't know. We were really into it at the time. I don't know what to tell you. But it's a really good cover of Khalid's Milkshake. It's really good. And it was just awesome. Like They had new music. There was awesome like, Serpent Queen like nine minute three part song and one thing about me is I love a nine minute plus like three part concept album ass prog ass song I love it so that was really it was really full like circle Mm. and I really loved it I may have cried a little nine minute songs jeez yeah I know yeah that's I got, the one that comes to mind is um, The Temptations, Pop Wars of Rolling Stone. But anyway, look, coming back to New Zealand music, my favourite concert, thanks for asking, <laughs> um, is uh, I, I, I've been to some, like, really great, like, small ones that have been, like, amazing, like, at Nick of the Woods. Mm. Like, Rizvan did this thing called Heavy Rotation, which was, like, artists that he just enjoyed li- listening to. He'd bring in for a concert. But I, I want to say, like, the penultimate concert experience for me was the 20-year anniversary show for Navigators. It was Shafu. Shafu. Man, continuing the trend of love in Shafu. Shafu, baby. That was an unreal experience. It was just, honestly, I can't even like, it was like my whole life. (laughs) Like, Mm. my whole childhood. One of the artists that I, like, introduced me to hip-hop. Like, just seeing them perform on stage in this massive, like, event at the town hall was just unrivaled to me also mm. the um opening acts uh ruby Dew, i believe was one of them mm. and uh team dynamite yeah um as a big team dynamite fan mm. it was just it was a really special show for me and 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 i loved it it was very for such a big concert too it felt very personal like and also it was buzzy i didn't know this on the cover art of the navigators album uh it's shafu and his son yeah and his son at the time is just a baby on stage he reveals that one of the band members is his son and his oh. son's like all grown up now it was, oh. like, tw- and it was like a really sort of like beautiful moment where you're like that's the baby from the cover you know like oh. it was just a really cool thing like it, yeah, it was it was absolutely phenomenal there's actually footage right yeah like, we've got um, recordings we've got write ups we've got interviews we did a lot on that show um, back in my time in RNZ Music uh, pre, <laughs> pre-Tahi days but yeah it's an amazing show genuinely um I'm glad that you loved it too. Yeah, like, yeah. But go that's... check out all the bits and bobs from it, rnz.co.nz slash music. I think just also then slash Shay dash foo. Oh, or just go on rnz and type in Shay foo. Yeah, you'll find Or go it anywhere and type in Shay foo. Like, go listen to Shay foo. Yeah, listen to Shay foo. That's how go you should celebrate New Zealand Music Month. Listen to Navigators from front to back. Like, it is definitely one of those albums that do so. Um, but actually, too, we're just curious. Like, what's your favourite New Zealand artist concert. Like, I'd love mm. to hear your favorite one that you've been to. And it doesn't, it, it's not exclusive to hip hop or R&B. It can be any genre. Just what is your personal favorite New Zealand music performance of all time? Let us know. We'll check a poll up on the Tahi Instagram. Check that out while we get back to it.
Now in film news, because I'm a film buff, Tammy Nielsen and Catcher Fire are doing songs and the score for a new SpongeBob movie about Sandy Cheeks, the squirrel who lives in a dome. Uh, New Zealand representation in the SpongeBob cinematic universe. Stoked. I feel like um, there should be more Marty and P.I. voice actors on SpongeBob because it just feels... I think we just widen the universe. It's Bikini Bottom, bro. I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Bikini Bottom is actually based in... Isn't it Kitty Bus, the Bikini Atoll? I don't know. Or is it Tokila or something like that, where they did all the nuclear testing? That's where it's named after, yeah, the Bikini Atoll. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very excited for another SpongeBob film because I still hold the original very near and dear to my heart. It's like, a very, very good film, the yeah. original SpongeBob movie. It's so good. Um, what's the Mr. Weenie's... Um, um, I'm a goofy goober. Yeah. Goofy go- yes, a goofy goober. it had a great soundtrack. Yeah, amazing. It also has Ocean Man by Ween, which is one of my favourite songs. Uh, in other film news, though, uh, international film news, uh, Rihanna is going to be voicing Smurfette in the new Smurf movies that are coming out at some point. Chris Pratt's probably in it. I haven't checked. But Riri's voicing Smurfette. Get that money, girl. I, yeah... I, I reckon she's probably the only reason another Smurf film got greenlit. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I, like, do you I remember, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks? There's been, like, four of those or something like that. What? And it's kind of like, who keeps watching these things? <laughs> like, who at the studio is like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And I feel like they were like, hey, we've got, we want to do another Smurf film. And they were like, oh, I don't know about that. And they're like, Rahana Smurfette. And they're like, here, take, take the, the money. Make it happen. Do you reckon she's doing the soundtrack? If she might, like, I think she's going to make an Oscar-winning track for the Smurf movie as Smurfette. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. If the next Rahana record we get is a fucking Smurf song, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. If the next, if we, after the drought of Rahana music, the next one we get is her singing as Smurfette, I think I'm going to unleash fire and fury. I would be so upset. Rahana, I love you. I love you. I love you. Please don't make a Smurfette song. We already just got new Rahana from the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Beautiful record. uh, An incredible dedication to Chadwick Boseman. Um, It's a special song. Mm. Mm. Can't do the same kind of thing as Smurfette, though. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe I want to dance. Maybe I want to enjoy the song. Yeah, maybe not I my, want to have yeah. fun, Riri. Make a song for us, not for my niece, all right? <laughs> Please don't do the Smurfette soundtrack. That chick better be financially responsible. Like, responsible if you are going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to release another song, and you know where it's going to be? Smurfette, the soundtrack, I don't want to see it. I actually think. I actually think my brain would melt. I might go into a coma. Riri, don't do it. Yeah, don't it, do it. It's like unless it's like Pharrell's Despicable Me happy Ooh. levels of like a record. I don't know. I and I just don't feel like we're gonna get that out of Smurf. The Smurf. Yeah, I don't know, Smurf. Man. Like, <laughs> anyway, Rihanna, we're super happy for you. Hey, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love you, Rihanna. I would love new music. I just don't want it on the Smurf soundtrack. Please, God Almighty, don't do that to me. I need to just get this off my chest. Have you ever put LED light strips in your room? Oh. I feel like that's such a new, that's such a trendy thing to do at the moment. No, it's kind of a different, I came out from a different place as a weeb slash like ex-gamer girl. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to have LEDs in my room or I was nobody. Every 
every gaming thing you buy today has RGB LED lights on it. Everything. Yeah, it's all lights, lights up. I got up. My keyboard's like doing a strobe at me. I had to I'm just lift. playing Civ Six. I don't know what's going on. My PC gaming unit has like uh, LED lights inside of the computer. That's how it was bought. Um, and I had to lift my nephew out by his feet from behind the computer the other day because he walked in there, saw the lights, and was just like a moth to the flame and climbed in the space between my PC and the wall and got stuck Aww. head first. And I had to lift him out, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't scared about the situation he was angry at me for lifting him out and I was like hey I don't know if you should have your head that close to a bunch of cables I, think I was that's trying to go probably... to the light he wants to go to the flashing lights he could sense a party and he went there he like... just went there speaking Everyone of um, moth to the flame though do you remember moth memes no oh my god did you miss moth memes I think I missed the moth memes there were all these you know how sometimes like a meme will just kind of appear for a bit and then everyone will do it and then it will disappear like it was yeah. never even there in the first place Moth memes was that for me. It was just memes bit of like a moth being like, I love lamp and like going to a lamp. And there were thousands of them and they all cracked me up, but they did and said nothing. <laughs> it was just like moths are funny. Came and went, did it? Came <laughs> like and went, came and about went. Moth. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> memes, but memes aren't supposed to make sense, right? Nah, that's the whole point. I feel I like we, we were talking about this last week when we were talking about how to like improve your Twitter. You gotta like just post straight doo doo, and that's how you get places. The best memes are so just obt- like they make zero sense. I really loved Go Piss Girl. Do you remember the Go Piss Girl memes? No. What? You don't know the Go Piss Girl memes? No. Go Piss Girl. No. What? I don't know what that part of the internet That is something. You're on. After the show, I'm gonna send you a few Go Piss Girl memes because they were they were really good, and I do feel you've missed out. On those. My favorite meme lately is the couple um, who they were like asking for money so that they could pay their rent. <laughs> they were like on TikTok, like, hey, we just need your help. Like, but like they were like influencers. I haven't seen that. <laughs> it was like, that was so funny. It does like, sound like something. If, if all of our followers it. sent me a dollar, we could pay our rent for the next week. And I was like, <laughs> Honey, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm not like judging anybody here. But like, are they working influencers or are they I, just random people? I, they're like, uh, yeah, they're not like prominent influence. If I asked all of my followers for a dollar, I could probably pay rent for two weeks. If they all gave me a dollar, different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's how we should judge influencers. Be like, if all your followers gave you a dollar, how long could you pay rent for in Auckland? Yeah, like, like how long could you rent a CBD apartment for? <laughs> I mean, I have 29 followers, so not looking good for me. Not looking good for you. You um, might be able to afford maybe just possibly a water bill for a week i mean i could get a lime scooter to like somewhere else (laughs) i don't yeah i don't know man not looking good for me yeah in in that case i love influences i love the internet um i also love talking about jack harlow sorry i want to do it one more time yeah get in get in man i've used my one swear word and i'm sure the boss is gonna like bleep it out when we go through this i wish i had more swear words to really explain like Mm. how i felt about that album Mm. genuinely really disappointed because I think he's like good. He can rap, but he didn't do it. And it's just you like. I think you just need to give it a listen because it, it, I think it's one of those things that you'll listen to it, and even though you're not a fan of hip hop in general, mm. you'll understand where I'm coming from. I don't think it ta- like people. Some people have been talking on Twitter like it's album of the year, and mm. I was like, 
hey, hey like there's uh, already been some big albums this year. I don't know. I think, it's uh, also it's literally May. We got ages. Yeah. I think you know what's like find the most funny about uh, this Jack Harlow journey that you're on is that you really wanted to like the album. I wanted like you were putting to. in all this effort to like make yourself like the album and it just none of it works. Do you know what the funniest <laughs> the funniest thing I ever saw was the um Jack Harlow, the cover art for Jack Harlow is him shirtless standing there like this and it reminded me of that photo of the kangaroo that's really jacked and it's folding its arms and he looks exactly like that kangaroo. Our boss was actually, just making mention of this, our boss went to a Jack Harlow concert like last year. Yeah, when he was here. And he said that Jack Harlow was like, Shout out to Sylvia Park. Everyone was like, yeah, Sylvia Sylvia Park! Park, People really pop off Sylvia Park though, like my mum absolutely like every time she comes to Auckland I pick her up from the airport she's like let's go to Sylvia Park she's like I want to go to Zara and I'm like alright girl she'll spend all day there as an I Aucklander I avoid that place like the plague I'm not, a, just... I'm not good at a mall um, sensory overload too many children yeah. um, it's just a lot I, at once I think it's just like the thing about Sylvia Park that annoys me is it's like you get there and you've got a you're like if you go to one end of the mall, you have a 10, 15 minute walk. So if you're like, if you're like, there's one shop I need to go on this side, and the other shop is on the other side, you now have a 15 minute commu- There's never it's a like convenient a kilometer, place. It's like a kilometer, right? Yeah, you, like the best place to park is the middle. Yeah. And then you just have to walk each way. It's so annoying like that. Overseas, all the malls just seem to like go straight up. Yeah, it's more like up. Yeah, like I but- remember I got lost in um, one of the biggest malls in the world in Korea and I lost my friend two minutes in and I got lost three minutes in and I was stuck in there for four hours I and got, I was so confused I got lost in a mall on the weekend I went to, <laughs> I went to Newmarket I got lost in Newmarket I could not find my way out of there I parked there couldn't find my way out couldn't find my way back to my car either oh it's like trying to find your car at um, Onihonga Dress Mart it's like trying to find your car at Sky City oh man oh oh man oh, like who God. hasn't spent an hour of their life looking for their car at Sky City honestly it honestly. is top tier we like deserve the- better <laughs> Make the car parks more easy, please. Yeah. I don't have a solution. I just want it to be better. I just want it to be better. Uh, make sure you tune on next week. We'll be reminding you once again of when Mother's Day is, so you don't forget. Enjoy a great week. Have a great week. Till fast week four. Kakite.